Ladies and gentlemen, Fulia, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Fulia. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Why was she born so beautiful? beautiful. Why was she born, <laughs> at all? born at all? Because <laughs> she had no say in it at all. Yay! <laughs> What do we think of Fulia? She's alright. She's alright. She's got small tits, but she's alright. That's for all my scout friends out there. Hey. I'd I'd usually say cue the music, but we've already kind of done that. But anyway, cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, oh, gosh. Fuck. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Whoa, we're going to have company! Loud noises! Hello! Hi. Hi there. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fulia Kantarmajo. And I'm a Michael Lister. And you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. Hello, folks. She's back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who's, who's back? What? <laughs> nice try, Michael, my- but I came is that, back. <laughs> is that the dulcet tones of uh, a Wayne Stellini? Yes, it is. <laughs> mm. Thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I just want to say I did listen to uh, the podcast. Well done, everyone! Um, it Yay. only took it only took about ten and a half minutes before I was even acknowledged, and um, <laughs> and the first acknowledgement of my existence was Fulia shouting my name angrily, so like I was there. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Michael definitely um, kept things nice and fair and balanced. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 I believe Kendall uses the word trolling, whatever that's supposed to mean. But um, uh, I some know new millennial thing. I don't, yeah, Mike. I don't get it. I just want to say that I think that you had a lot of opinions um, and feedback that I wholeheartedly agree with. So I think I think it was nice. It was lovely to hear. Yes. So I well, hope you didn't, didn't miss me too much. <laughs> well, now that you're back, I can I can uh, I can counterbalance you. So yeah, <laughs> challenge accepted. Okay, <laughs> game on. Challenger, bolt. are you ready? Yeah, Gladiator, are you ready? I'm having nineties oh. flashbacks. <laughs> Memories. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, in case you couldn't tell, a certain someone celebrated a birthday this week. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Wonderful Fulia. Happy birthday. Thank you. How, uh, how, how was your week? Did you have a good birthday? Uh, I, it started off as a good birthday. Uh, I streamed a little bit earlier than usual because I wanted to, um, have my, uh, Northern Hemisphere friends to join in on a Mario Kart tournament that I held. Ooh, that's uh, cool. While I, while I live streamed on Twitch, which was a lot of fun. Which character um, did you write, did you play as? 
I played as the blue Yoshi. Ooh. <laughs> and he was blushy. Blushy. <laughs> I always have to ask. I always feel like you can tell a lot about a person based on who their Mario character is. So this is why I'm always curious. So, Fully, it doesn't surprise me you picked, you, you picked blue Yoshi as opposed yes. to original green Yoshi. But green, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yes. wanted to stand out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always play Princess Peach, but I don't know if that says anything about me. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Um, I used to never like... Mario Kart growing mm-hmm. up because I would always be so jealous of everybody else that I played against that would be so good at it because <laughs> I'd always come in last because I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and so I hated it. That's why I never really <laughs> um, bought the later iterations of Mario Kart as mm. the consoles progressed. But then I found that, you know, there were a lot of... Um, now that I've joined this Discord community that I'm in, a lot of them really like playing Mario Kart. And I watched a couple of live streams and I was like, oh, wow, that actually looks like a lot of fun. Maybe maybe I should just try it out and see how I feel. And I did and I learned how, how to control my driving properly and... I didn't actually do too bad. I mean, I never won any of them, but... (laughs) Hang on, can I just... I I don't want to keep interjecting into your summary of the week, Julia, but I just... You you did say something that um, pricked up my ears. Um, Mm. You said that with Mario Kart, you learned to control your driving. So... Has that translated oh, to real life God. at all? I'm just curious. No, 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 no. See, Mario Kart is a different kind of driving, so no. Oh, my God. I know, my can't... driving, my, my, my IRL driving is fine. I don't know what you're talking about. but I don't know, maybe the multiple near-death experiences I've had, but I don't know. <laughs> Believe it or not, with all of the like, you know, the the shells and and bluebirds and everything like that that you get in Mario Kart, I feel safer in Mario Kart just quietly. <laughs> well, I've yeah, never because really... all the cars are one passenger only, and it's the bloody driver. Oh, I love yeah. it. So now it's my fault. You're a dangerous driver. Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh man. Oh Wait. gosh. I know it's only been a week, but I've missed you all so much. <laughs> Yeah. We missed you too. Thank you. It's a solid fortnight. <laughs> One week away and yeah, that's okay. I'm just warming up. Keep going. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, we played Mario Kart live on Twitch. Um, had a lot of fun with it. And then the rest of the day was spent um, me having a migraine. Um, and to top it off, um, the time of the month. So... <laughs> So, uh, what does that I, mean? The, you know what that means. Oh, you did your podcast with Ke- Kendall. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's put it that way, sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the rest of my day after the fun in the morning was um, not so great because I wasn't feeling well. Because um, the painters were in. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah, ended up having a nap at dinner time. And then woke up. Yeah, I just wasn't wasn't great. It was not great. <laughs> oh. So did you make up for it the day after? You'd be like, hang on, I got screwed over on my birthday. I'm extending yeah. this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I tried, but it, I didn't succeed. But oh. then um, no, yeah. Well, I wasn't really doing much. Um, I did some editing, um, but then I streamed again on Saturday night. 
played uh, Paper Mario, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, however, I have also been. Um, I think. I think Friday was probably pretty good too because I finally got a chance. Actually, I didn't even realize that he did this, but. Michael Davidson is actually also a Twitch streamer. Shout out mm. to him. Nice. Hey, and hey Michael I, Davidson. Yeah, and I got to see him um, do one of his streams. Now, Wayne, you want some? You want me to play horror games? You should watch him play horror games. He is okay. hilarious. Well, I he feel is like so funny. I feel like I would be cheating on you if I was oh, looking no, at somebody no. else's stream. No, you, no, you, not you're at happy, all. You're happy uh, for me to bring Michael Davidson into this union of ours. That's that's <laughs> that's fine. If you want to watch someone play oh, horror me, it's, games, it's fine get by him, me too. Get him because <laughs> he loves it, and he as especially the fact that he's an actor. It makes it even better because his his reactions in the games are hilarious. Beautiful. So, and does Michael <laughs> Davidson have a special handle or name for our listeners who might want to follow him on Twitch? He is known as Mickey underscore D uh, on Twitch. Really awesome. And he's also got a YouTube channel. So if you want to go check that out as well. Yes. Mickey D. Mickey D. Do it. Um, but yeah, so apart from that, yeah... Probably not, like, there's not a lot happened this week, to be honest. Um, I mean, we recorded the monthly. So me and Kendall recorded the monthly. Woo! Uh, As you were was, saying before. Was fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I get it, um, I get it. And, um, yeah, I think that this really, is really it for me, to be honest. How about you, Wayne? <laughs> yeah, look, um, it's predominantly been work and then and self-isolating as well. There's not been much going on um i haven't been enjoying work that much like i'm used to things the way they are and i'm keeping myself busy and so forth um but i think like a bit of a downer of work was that my manager got transferred to another store and um the whole team absolutely loves 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 um this particular manager so um we found um he we well he and we found out on the monday that um, he was getting transferred and his first day was going to be on the, the following Thursday. So we only had like four days. And since um, casuals don't work at the moment because of their, our situation in Victoria, um, mm-hmm. it was really only the full-timers and part-timers. So I didn't get a shift with him Aww. until he left, but he did come in on the Wednesday to say goodbye uh, to people. But it was difficult again because I can't, you know, you can't hug or anything like that because um, I've known... I've known my my manager for um, quite a few years, for like for several years actually, probably like about eight, maybe eight years. Um, and you know, known him from when he was a casual, when he was a casual, to the way he worked himself up as a manager, and just an absolute um, gentleman, and just pure class, um, and just always super supportive of me, and taking time off to pursue my um, my creative endeavors and. Um, my academic work as well, or anything that I needed, um, always very flexible and supportive, and and has never ever given me any reason to complain or anything like that. Um, and so just the suddenness of his transfer um, was a bit like mm, you know made made me a bit mopey. I think made us all mopey actually. Um, yeah, there's a whole like online chat <laughs> <laughs> of us lamenting his loss. Um, mm. So, yeah, so, you know, I think it's just kind of like, okay, 
just back to work and just do your thing and you know get to get to know new people which is fine but it just again it was just the suddenness and it wasn't his desire or anything like that but i mean look he's always up for new challenges and he'll be fantastic and the new store that he's in um i'm very lucky to have him and at the end of the day we're also just very happy that he wasn't made redundant like some other of our managers were in the store so um he still had a job and that's that's the main thing that's all we really care about to be honest um but other than that, um, I've been working on the uh, the series Michael and Philip. I've been doing a lot of producing. Um, yeah, uh, with our latest lockdown, it looks like that we're going to have to push back our filming schedule. But that's okay. It's it's it, it, it's a setback. It's not it's nothing major. Um, in saying that, knowing knowing my producer, he'll be like, "No, we can do this. We'll find a way." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had that meeting yet. Um, but I have been doing for the past like week and a half, two weeks. I've been doing uh, auditions for the show uh, over Skype. Nice. Yeah, over Skype auditions. I've been watching um, actors send in audition tapes, and then been having callbacks over Skype as well. So um, one of the lead characters in the show. There's four leads. Three of them have been cast, and there was one remaining. And um, I, I've decided which which one I want to cast, so um, I don't think he's been informed yet. So that is all I will say. <laughs> but um, but that's been exciting. It's I like I love meeting new talent and, and talented people. Uh, so uh, auditioning actors is always an absolute joy for me. Uh, the only problem is you can't hire them all because there's so many talented people out there. Um, and yeah, so no, that was that was actually quite a nice experience so yeah look working in the shop and working from home on michael and philip um have really been the main things i've been doing and i've been watching yeah just a bit of movies and tv as well in between really yeah how about you mike uh me well i'm sort of the same uh, still going to work which is good uh and i'll be working all through this lockdown so mm, it'll be good uh Keep myself sane by listening to some podcasts. I've actually started listening uh, to uh, the Four Finger Discount podcast. I think you would like that, Wayne. Yeah, I've uh, I've listened to quite a few of their episodes. I haven't. I st- like I reached a point and I stopped. I used to listen to, the, to them every single day because it's quite a back catalogue. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I'm just kind of like, hang on, why did I stop listening to them? I guess I've just found other podcasts in the meantime. Yeah. Uh, but I've been meaning to actually just go back to the last one I listened to and, and keep going. But yeah, Mitch and, Mitch and um, Dando. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Dando boy... is a YouTube channel too. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I yeah. haven't actually seen that. But yeah, uh, not much uh, on um, Yeah, I'm listening to them because me and the wife are stu- still doing our Simpsons marathon. Nice. Uh, every time we get a chance, it's usually <laughs> when we're about to go to bed, we just chuck on a couple of episodes, mostly two. And yeah, that's been that's been keeping me occupied watching a lot. Um there's a new um uh Muppets thing on Disney Plus which I which I've seen, uh, Muppets Ooh. Now. Is it good? Yeah. Ooh, I got to watch that. Yeah, it's pretty <clears throat> good. Um it's back it's back to what the Muppets used to be, you know. Um Yeah. Um a string of sketches uh rolled into oh, one. I love it. Know, I love it. Back back cool. what the the uh the uh, Muppet show used to be. Yeah, they uh, were working in the theater. Yeah. Well, this one's sort Yeah, this one's sort of like um it's all it's all like a, a digital hub sort of thing. Uh 
where oh. where Scooter is like like the tech guy and he's putting oh, everything together, yeah. which is pretty pretty fun. Um, uh, plenty of uh, celebrities, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, Miss Piggy's got a got a <laughs> fashion fashion vlog, which is pretty <laughs> funny. Uh, <laughs> cooking with the S- Swedish chef is always good. That's fucking Yay. hilarious. And uh, a sit-down interview with Kermit the Frog and RuPaul. So, Ooh, hello. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first experience with RuPaul. So, yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, I haven't yeah. actually seen Drag Race. I know it's on Stan. Have you, and, uh, um, have you seen the Brady Bunch movie at all? Um, a long while ago. Is that, yeah. is that the one during the 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the first two Brady Bunch movies, um, yeah. RuPaul makes appearances in both as Jan's uh, counselor. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, RuPaul's quite a character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite quite funny. Um, uh, it's just seeing um, humans interacting with um, Muppets is always fun. Yeah, it's always it's always fun, you know. Goes back to my childhood and that, and yeah. still good. I mean, you know, Kermit doesn't sound the same, but you know, <laughs> it's understandable. But yeah, <laughs> uh, what else have I been doing? Yeah, just mostly just watching and and uh, watching stuff, listening to stuff, and trying to get this house. Yeah, which, mm. which is annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's ah, oh, it's like it's like crawling up a hill. On your on bare belly, it's like mm. trying. It's just hard. It's just they just tell you to do stuff. It's like we need this. It's like okay. It just takes me takes me another half an hour out of my day trying to find that shit. Mm. Yeah, but hopefully it will be rewarding by the end of the year. I don't know. Yeah, good <laughs> luck, man. Good luck. Mm. Yeah, good yeah. luck. It's not meant to be easy. And then when I get the house, I can lord it over people. It's like. I've got a house. How come you don't have a house? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be officially a boomer. <laughs> yeah, me, Mickey L. Boomer. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing with my week. What about you, Kendall? What have you been doing throughout this week? Well, uh, it hasn't really been an eventful week for me either. <laughs> um, but that's okay. I've had an enjoyable week I suppose um working and being at home and working and being at home and working it's kind of my life now which is fine (laughs) um Mm. it's fine we're doing what we're doing um yeah but I, I don't know I've been really enjoying my time at home because like I have just gotten right gone right through the wormhole if you will on stargate like just (laughs) my god i'm yeah i just before recording tonight i finished season three so i'm about to start season four now which is hectic as and wayne you will appreciate this Mm -hmm. um i was watching uh earlier in the week there was when I was in season two, my gosh, <laughs> um, about about halfway through season two, uh, there's a double episode, um, uh, and lo and behold, who was guest starring? None other than Sarah Douglas. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Love it. So yeah. For those of you who don't know, Sarah Douglas was my very first female celebrity crush. And I remember having a a dream, and one could argue maybe a slight sexy dream, um, when I was a child about her. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I mean, like, at the age of, like, five years old, I had a dream about Sarah Douglas. <laughs> and she was dressed as Osa as well. Of yeah, course. That's all I, of course. That's all I knew her as. Yeah. <laughs> I was that sitting on awesome. her lap. I mean, anyway, go on, Kendall. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I it, you know, I, this isn't my first, my first rodeo with Stargate and I, I, but I mean, I was so young the first time I watched it, I'd had no idea that she was in it. So when I mm. would have watched it originally and because the uh, episode she f- was in aired in like either 1998 or 1999, like, you know, so tw- 20 years after Superman 2, yeah. like less than 20 years. So I wouldn't have made the connection at that age. But, no. But no. watching it now, it was such a pleasant surprise. But like, ah, hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was nice. And then another really cool thing. Um, so I'm currently watching the final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as it's been airing. Um, because luckily they were able to finish that before uh, coronavirus kicked in. So nice. um, thank God for that. Um, but it's only mm. it's only a 13-episode season as opposed to its regular 22, but we'll take what we can get. And I was watching the latest episode that just aired this week, uh, and I had a really nice kind of surprise. So um, earlier, earlier in the show's run, like season one, um, one of my favourite actors of all time, the late, great Bill Paxton, guest starred on the show. Um, probably it was a couple of years before he passed. and um, But yeah, he, play, he actually played a villain on the show and I'd never seen him play a villain before. And he did a really good job, of course, because Bill Paxton. Um, and on the last season of S.H.I.E.L.D., they've been dealing with time travel. And... Uh, <laughs> not to spoil it, not as a major spoiler, but I'm going to s- slightly spoil a thing. In this week's episode, they uh, were in the 80s and they happened to run into the younger version of his character from season one before he turned evil. Um, and the guy that was playing him, I was just like, he's doing a really, really good job of capturing uh, Bill Paxton. Like he was pretty much acting like Hudson in Aliens, um, almost. <laughs> like very, <Yeah. laughs> very, very campy, very over-the-top kind of stuff. And he had like, he kind of had that maniacal Paxton grin. I was like, this guy's, they're casting, man. They've nailed this. And then so I, I, when the episode was finished, went to IMBD, IMDb, looked it up. It's Bill Paxton's son, James. Oh, <laughs> I I nearly started crying. I was like, oh, my God, that's so good. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice. So nice. So he's, yeah, he's also an actor as well. Hasn't hasn't really done anything too big. I went through his filmography. I didn't recognize anything he'd done. Um, but I think that's so sweet that they actually reached out to him and asked if he'd like to, you know, play the role his father once played. I feel like that's beautiful. And he did, he did such a good like tribute. Like I was, I was really impressed. Um, yeah, it was lovely. So that was pretty much the highlight of my week. Just these two experiences of 
binge watching some of my favorite shows and just seeing excellent acting taking place by some icons. So that was that was nice. That was nice. Okay, so Ooh. yeah. That is all from us, and I think that might be now time to check in with the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Nerdy news time. And we are starting our news with some sad news, but you know what? She lived one hell of a life. Uh, today we pay tribute to the late and incredibly great talent and woman that was Olivia de Havilland. Uh, she passed away earlier this week at the age of 104. Wow. Which is just, just, we can all hope to really achieve that kind of uh, life and legacy that she has left behind. Um, so she's obviously most known to people for starring in Gone with the Wind. Um, but she actually won two Academy Awards uh, for Best Actress uh, for different films. Uh, one for To Each His Own in 1946, and her second was for The Heiress, which is uh, a film from 1949. Um, and yeah, she just had an incredible career, just an incredible legacy. Uh, I, and it's just, you know, she was becoming... It had become one of those names that we just kept seeing every year. She kept getting older and we're like, oh, my God, she's still here. She's still here. It's amazing. But um, but yes, no, she sadly left us this week. And I, I think a lot of people have been paying tribute to her during the week. And especially because not just for the work she's done, but, you know, she is the, probably the last of the greats from the golden era of Hollywood. I think that's for sure. So, uh Thank you so much, Olivia de Havilland, for your incredible legacy and work. You will be definitely missed, that's for sure. Okay, moving into happier news now. We've got some DC news. This is very exciting. One of uh, my favourite people in the world, Kevin Smith, has announced that he's working on an animated Green Hornet series. Uh, very, very exciting stuff. They haven't announced where it's going to be airing or when it's going to actually be happening just yet. Um, but yeah, it's going to be basically a set in the modern day, they've said. Uh, and it's going to be following uh, the Green Hornet and his sidekick, Kato. I think the the children of the originals. I'm pretty sure that's what I read. So that's kind of cool. Um, so there's going to be some really cool connections to the original stuff. Um, Kevin Smith actually almost ended up working on the Green Hornet film that uh, starred Seth Rogen. Um, he was asked to write a script for a carnation of the Green Hornet uh, back in the early 2000s. It didn't go ahead, uh, but his script, act script actually turned into uh, a comic book series that you can read now. So we all, oh. yeah, so we all know he can actually, you know, write these characters. Uh, he has love for these characters. So I think, uh, I think the Green Hornet animated show is in good hands. That's for sure. 
Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Tenet fans that are not in the United States, um, be excited because uh, we have release dates locked in officially. Basically, everywhere in the world that is in America, you'll be able to watch Tenet on the uh, 26th of August. Um, I don't know what that means for us here in Victoria, <laughs> considering... <laughs> everywhere yeah. everywhere except for the United States and Victoria. <laughs> yes. I should I should be slightly more specific. Uh, things, th- things are not looking great in our state, but we'll, no. we'll, we'll, we'll not delve into that. Um, but it is exciting, uh, you know, that we know it's actually going to be finally releasing. Uh, however, if you are in the United States, you'll be able to catch it... Uh, about I think it's just a week later anyway, so it's not really a huge delay. September third is when it's releasing in the United States, but it's nice to have this locked in. Let's go. Let's return to the cinema soon, hopefully. My gosh. Okay. All right. Um, this is pretty cool news. Disney and Pixar have announced their new and upcoming uh, f- animated film called Luca. Um, and it sounds really, really, really sweet. Uh, it's set in a beautiful seaside town on the Italian Riviera. Um, it's a coming-of-age story about one young boy experiencing an unforgettable summer filled with gelato, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca, <laughs> <laughs> Luca shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. He is a sea monster from another world just below the water's surface. That sounds fantastic, and that sounds like a match made in heaven for the incredible animation team at Pixar Studios. I think that's going to look freaking beautiful. Um, It also has a release date, a tentative one at that, uh, of uh, the 18th of June, 2021. So I suppose the good thing about it being an animated film is that, you know, it can be made from home, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, so it's coming out, yeah, just under a year from now. So, yeah, stay tuned for more on that. Um, This was very awesome news. Maybe slightly unsurprising, but very exciting nonetheless. Courtney Cox, Gail Weathers herself, is returning to the Scream franchise for the fifth film how awesome is that i know wayne is especially excited (laughs) yes 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 very very good news uh to see her returning uh of course david arquette is also coming back we've previously mentioned as dewey um yeah this is shaping up to be a real good time back in the scream world so stay tuned for that when that comes out for sure uh moving into television news netflix announced this week that we are getting a prequel series to the witcher um which is very very exciting i still haven't watched the original series i've only seen one episode but i really liked it and i am planning on finishing it at some point um this series is called the witcher blood origin and it's set 1200 years before the events of the original series so do not expect to see Geralt anywhere no henry cavill for nobody in this series 
the premise goes it's uh, that it's set in an elven world 1200 years before the uh, before the world of the witcher blood origin will tell a story lost to time the origin of the very first witcher and the events that led to the pivotal conjunction of the spheres when the worlds of monsters men and elves merged to become one so Really, really, really cool stuff. If you're a fan of The Witcher, I am sure you're very excited to hear this news. Um, speaking of being excited to hear news, uh, this has me very happy. Lord of the Rings, the upcoming series at Amazon that is going to be redefining the word epic, I think. Um, it was announced this week that we are actually going to be seeing three key figures from the Lord of the Rings trilogy of films appearing here in this series. Uh, Elrond, Galadriel, and Sauron will be on our TV screens. Uh, this is very, very exciting and also possible because obviously these characters are very, 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 very old in uh, the ter- <laughs> in the ter- in terms of the um, Lord of the Lord of the Rings uh, mythology, as well as their characters. Yes. <laughs> um, so, because the events of the Lord of the Rings series are taking place during the Second Age, which is a long time before Frodo and uh, the Ring. However, um, the the War of the Rings originally kind of took place during the Second Age. Um, and so events of that and events of the Silmarillion, the other, uh, the other J.R.R. Tolkien book are going to be focused on here in this series. So it's, uh, fans are not entirely surprised that these three are going to be popping up. The surprising thing will be whether, uh, you know, certain actors will be reprising certain roles. Uh, there is no word on Kate Blanchett or Hugo Weaving returning to the roles of Galadriel and Elrond, respectively. Uh, but if it gets announced, you'll hear it here. Probably not first, but you'll definitely hear it here. Uh, so <laughs> We'll be first in spirit, yeah? <laughs> yes. First in spirit. Absolutely. Um Okay, what do we have next? Well, finally, to wrap up our nerdy news and the TV news, of course, especially, uh, earlier this week, the Emmy nominations were announced. Uh, Really, really exciting stuff. Um, Lots of really great nominations. I had a... My gosh, where is my list gone? I had a list of, like, like, the shows that had the most. Okay, here we go. So... Uh, Watchmen actually leads the pool of nominees. Um, The show has scored a total of 26 nominations. That is... In, yeah, insane. Um, so the ca- most of the cast was nominated. Regina King, Jeremy Irons, Gene Smart, and Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. I love saying that name. He is awesome. <laughs> um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was the second highest nominated show with 20 nominations. Uh, this was then followed by the show's Succession and Ozark with 18 nominations each. Uh, Shit's Creek also received a lot of attention and nominations for its final season that just finished airing. All of the main cast of that show, Dan Levy, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, and Annie Murphy all received acting nominations. 
Uh, the real surprise for me, I didn't even think this was going to happen, uh, The Mandalorian got 15 nominations. And wow. Yes. And not just in technical categories. We have an acting nomination for Giancarlo Esposito for the five seconds he played Moff Gideon, but I'll take it. <laughs> It was it was a it was a great five seconds, um, and uh, yeah, and it's also been nominated for best drama series. So that is pretty fantastic. Another nice. yeah, but um, probably my favorite nomination of the bunch has to be the fact that Taika Waititi got nominated for voicing IG Eleven. Mm. Yay! <laughs> it was a great Me, performance. Yes, a great performance. <laughs> a very res- <laughs> a very restrained performance given what we know he usually is like. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, so just to briefly read out the three main categories, nominations. Uh, going up for drama series, we've got Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Killing oh, yeah. e- yes, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. That is a tough category if there ever was one. Um, outstanding comedy series goes as this: Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, Insecure, Shit's Creek, The Good Place, The Kaminsky yes. Method. Yes, go The Good Place. Uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, What We Do in the Shadows, and <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, very, 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 very exciting to see all of these uh, all of these shows nominated and actors recognized. It's so ex- so awesome. I love I love award season. Can you t- can't you tell? I've, I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, that's the nerdy news, guys. That's enough from me ne- from me for now. I'm gonna drink some water while you guys talk. <laughs> Fulia, Fulia. Yes. What talk? What, what did you? <laughs> yes. Talk. Fulia, talk. I'm, I'm going to talk less and smile more. Fulia, what did you think? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, all right. Well, I am kind of excited about the animated uh, Green Hornet series um, and, you know, the fact that Kevin Smith is going to be working on it is really exciting. Um, I'm slowly getting into some of the stuff that he's been working on, um, since listening to him and his podcasts and, you know, how entertaining he is. So I assume that the work that he's also, because I have also, I have watched, um, I've watched Clerks, um, and I did kind of enjoy it. (laughs) So, uh, hopefully the, like this type of work is, um, something that I'll enjoy as well, especially since I like my animated um, shows and films and stuff like that. Um, Tenet, I'm excited about the release date, but not so excited about the fact that we probably won't be able to see it until later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knowing what we're going to be going through uh, for the next month or so. Um, so I... Knowing that that's going to be coming to Australia on the 26th of August means that we will hopefully be able to see it sooner rather than later. So that still gives me something to look forward to. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, Luca, Disney Pixar's Luca. I would love to see that film. I'm really looking forward to that. It looks really, really good. Um, and the Emmy nominations... 
uh, sounds really good if I knew half of them. <laughs> I only know a few of them. Uh, <laughs> but um, congratulations to all of the uh, nominees regardless. So over to you, Wayne. <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Uh, well, I'll start off with acknowledging Olivia de Havilland. Um, sad about her passing, but at 104 years of age, um, you can't be too sad because it was a life well lived mm-hmm. uh, and um, somebody who was in the acting game for quite a while um, turned out a number of, of wonderful performances, um, some great titles on her CV uh, and some infamous ones as well. Um, so I don't know if uh, everyone knows the name of Errol Flynn, who was really famous as Robin Hood. Yes. So he, yeah, so, yeah. He's an yeah, Australian so, actor. Absolutely. The first Australian to be a major star over in the United States. Um, there An were absolute Aust- rat bag. <laughs> yeah, well, there were there were there were Australian actors who had made their way to Hollywood in that period, but um, Errol Flynn was the first huge star, and so um, Olivia De Havilland got her first sort of big break, I suppose, playing Maid Marian to his Robin Hood Aww. in uh, in nineteen thirty eight. So just a year before she got cast as Melanie or Saint Melanie, as I like to call her, in Gone with the Wind. She received an Oscar nomination for that one as well. Um, She's got some cult classics (laughs) as well. Um, Probably most infamously is uh, Irwin Allen's The Swarm, which stars Michael Caine in one of his worst films and worst performances in history. So um, she took... she took that role after declining to be in the Towering Inferno, which was released um, before then. Um, oh, no. So Jennifer Jones had played the the ended up taking that role, and that movie was huge. Um, and then Owen Allen followed the Towering Inferno up with The Swarm, which uh, was not only one of his biggest disasters, but was one of the biggest disasters ever at that stage. Um, so, uh, yeah, a, a colourful and checkered uh, filmography, but uh, what a wonderful legacy. Um, and speaking of Emmys, um, she was also in a, an Emmy winner as well. Um, oh. Yeah, for for a uh, made-for-TV movie, I believe uh, it was, uh, called Anastasia. So in oh, 1986. Nice. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so she uh, is also an Emmy winner as well as a two-time Oscar winner. And look, I'm sure there's Golden Globes and other awards in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Uh, but yeah, but a wonderful legacy. I had a, a very uh, famous ongoing feud with her sister, Joan Fontaine, which was the source of, uh, of, a, of a limited series as well, um, which aired in an Australian Foxtel um, called Feud. Um, but I, I haven't seen it, but just that story is really quite famous. Uh, so Olivia de Havilland, thank you so much for a wonderful career, a wonderful legacy, and just such a beautiful stage uh, screen presence as well. Um, yeah. So that was, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, easily the most likable character in, in Gone with the Wind. <laughs> oh, nice. All those people aren't that nice in that movie. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So hats off to you, my dear. Um, yeah, look, Kevin Smith working on the, uh, Green Hornet series. I'm pretty indifferent about this one myself. I'm very hit and miss with, with Kevin Smith. I think when, 
when he nails it, he does such a phenomenal job. Yeah. Um, but I think when he doesn't quite hit the mark, um, it's quite a huge <laughs> miss of the bullseye, if you will. <laughs> yeah. um, in saying that, I think Kevin Smith gets it right more often than not. Um, so, look, it's a Green Hornet. It's a curiosity piece, but not not overly excited by it. But, you know, look, more power to him is getting to tell uh, a story that obviously wasn't adapted to, you know, he wasn't able to use the character to screen before and that found a different medium, so he's now having another crack at it. Um, I think it'll find an audience because I think he's got enough of a following and I think Green Hornet fans... Um, will want to see this representation on screen since the Green Hornet um, hasn't had the widest of uh, screen representation compared to other superheroes. Mm. So I think, yeah, I think fans of both Kevin Smith and Green Hornet will, will uh, yeah, will, will be quite excited about that one. I have to say um, the sound of Pixar's new movie, Luca, sounds absolutely stunning. It just sounds and looks really beautiful. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one, uh, uh, particularly. I think it's going to be quite magical by the sounds of it. Um, the still image that they released this week as well just tells you what, what the animation style will be, and I think it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, no surprise, I am super excited that Courtney Cox is returning to Scream 5. Um, and I know, Fulia, you're super excited too. That's why you didn't want to start talking about it, because you wouldn't be able to stop talking about it. Um, so yeah, we're on a time schedule here. Yeah, yeah. So I think fully good on you for restraining yourself and not mentioning this. So I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the Scream franchise is just a lot of fun. I actually started revisiting the Scream franchise. So I've seen the first two movies and then uh, heard this news. So I was definitely in the mindset and it made me super excited because Courtney Cox is absolutely amazing and Gail Weathers is just an incredible character. <laughs> I can see uh, Courtney's attraction um, to, to returning to the role as well. Um, Emmy nominations. Look, it's always exciting to see shows that you like and actors that you enjoy watching getting recognised. So a shout out to The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, The Mandalorian, Stranger Things, and many others that I am absolutely forgetting. Um, continually getting acknowledged uh for the uh, wonderful productions that they are so yeah good luck to everyone michael yes hello hey <laughs> <laughs> um yeah um it is unfortunate that uh we've lost uh livia uh hell of an age mm. uh, 104 um definitely is a huge cauldron of wind but yes. i also like I would also like to uh, acknowledge uh, Wilford, uh, Wilford Brimley as well. Mm. Um, 85 has passed away. And, uh, yeah, sort of um, a long career, but he'll definitely be remembered as a meme, unfortunately, <laughs> as uh, the man who had diabetes. And, oh, uh, really? And, yeah, it was him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But I will always remember him as um, uh, Doctor Blair, I think, from uh, a little a little uh, indie film called The Thing. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, he was the Doctor in that, and when he discovered that uh, this thing can <laughs> reproduce on uh, could grow with any small cell, he does the 
the um, the most sane thing to do is to go insane and destroy everything, uh, destroy all all records and and all the radios, so no one can leave because they need to trap this thing here, or else if the thing escapes, then the the uh, the whole of humanity will be destroyed, basically. So he's the real hero, not uh, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff Bridges? No, Kurt Russell. Bridges. Kurt Russell, that's it. No, don't yeah. worry, I, I've gotten them confused before, don't worry. They, they, yeah. Oh yeah, they look identical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all, all Americans look the same to me. I, I don't know. see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but definitely, uh, you'll be missed, uh, Mr. 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 Brim, uh, Mr. Brimley. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Kevin Smith. Um, uh, I'm I'm thinking this is probably because of his work on the uh, the Masters of the Universe, which should be coming out next year. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So if he if he does a good job with that, then who knows? Maybe this is his new his new chapter in his life. He's he's doing animated series yeah which, which wouldn't be a bad idea because i'm not i uh, i'm i'm not in that demographic of knowing who he man is i never watched it as a kid yeah neither did I, I i know of it but i might but i definitely will give this a go and uh, i'll just jump on jump on in see if i like it or not like the storytelling and the graphics and all that and yeah so so it'll be interesting uh uh, another bite of the apple is ne- never a bad thing. Uh, perfect example. Um, yeah, with another with another green superhero, uh, the Green Lantern and Ryan Reynolds. Um, it would be cool if uh, all of a sudden in the Snyder Cut, uh, Green Lantern is there and it's uh, and it's Ryan Reynolds. That would be cool. <laughs> that, that, that is the cut that I want to see. If if he's not in it, then I'm sorry that this Snyder cut is going to be just terrible, and I give it, and I and I give it all the Rob Schneiders. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There's there's all my there's all my stuff. Um, what else is there? Uh, Tenant. Uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult if we're not going to be able, especially Victoria is not going to be able to see it. It's going to be a, a lot of Tenant doing torrents. If you know what I mean. Yeah, and spoilers on the internet, no doubt. Mm. Yeah, it'll be like the UK and the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the UK didn't get Disney Plus until, what was it, like three months after? Yeah. And and uh, and, and they were all complaining. It's like, uh, we don't get it. What? Why is there, why is there a baby Yoda? We don't understand. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but... Uh, I'd particularly be interested because um, apparently there, there's word that the new Dune trailer is going to be at the start of Tenet, Ooh. which I'm looking forward to. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Dune, yes. Yes, that'll be cool. Yes, yes, yes. I'm looking out for that. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably, I can't remember which movie it was, but... Uh, a particular movie actually had the trailer for The Phantom Menace mm. and and <laughs> apparently that movie uh, like it got a, a bump hit uh, a bump in the box office because 
everyone just wanted to see the trailer and then leave before the movie starts. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was actually quite funny. Uh, Courtney Cox returning to Scream Five. I'm skeptical on Scream Five. I'm sorry. I'm, no. Uh, you know, <laughs> if there, if there's no Wes Craven, there's no there's no real thing. Uh, I don't know. I'll give it a go. You know, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose that's it. Uh, Emmy nominations. I'm not that big fan of award shows in general, so uh, you know. But that's just my that's my philosophy, really. But uh, good luck for the people who are nominated. I mean, that that's really a thing. It's a celebration of the industry, and that's good, I suppose. <laughs> uh, what about you, Kendall? What are you, what are you <laughs> um. I was actually just thinking, wasn't um, the trailer people wanted to see was the Phantom Menace trailer? And so they all went to see some film in like 1998, and I can't remember what film it was, but I'm pretty sure. was. Isn't that the film you're, you're talking about? Uh, I can't remember the film. But yeah. It was a, it was, it was... It, it was a film that got sort of a bump because everyone wanted to see the trailer. Yeah. And, of course, it, there was no internet back then, so yeah. they couldn't really wa- watch it on the internet, so that's the only place they could watch it. Yeah. So, I'm going to Google yeah. that. I want to I wanna know. <laughs> the, things the things that people did before the internet. Yeah. Right, so this was... Sorry, well, I've actually just um, Googled it. Oh, you, um, you beat me yeah. to it? Yeah, so it was uh, the Brad Pitt movie Meet Joe Black. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've just found like a yeah like an article from news.com.au uh, that talked about how Star Wars: The Phantom Menace introduced trailer culture back yeah. in the day. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the article just begins. I won't read it all, obviously, but it begins. We didn't have a clue at the time, but film culture was forever changed 20 years ago today with the release of Meet Joe Black. But it wasn't changed by the movie itself. It was changed by what played before the film, the most highly anticipated two minutes and 12 seconds in film history up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted. I want to... The author says, I want... To celebrate Meet Joe Black's big anniversary by not talking about Meet Joe Black. <laughs> That's so good. You know, you know what though. You know what that that would have been me if the MCU started in the nineties. I would have gone to see <laughs> some random film just to see a trailer for Thor Ragnarok or something. If it was yeah. in, made in like ninety five, like for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you yes. absolutely would have. And for the record, if anyone is curious, Meet Joe Black with Anthony Hopkins and Brad Pitt is actually a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've, anyone, I've heard. Anyone I've, to watch it. <laughs> I've heard it. I've heard it's a good film. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of trailers, what better time than to segue right from the nerdy news and hey, in seamless. In, in seamless. <laughs> Almost to the trailer park. Trailer park time. <laughs> <laughs> so seamless. So seamless. <laughs> Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Alrighty. Trailer park time. We have rolled on up. We are here. We have three trailers. We're good to go. Starting with a teaser trailer for an upcoming Marvel Studios TV series by the name of Hellstrom. Um, 
I'm very excited to watch this. Uh, I don't know how in Australia we'll be able to watch this because it's actually airing on uh, Hulu in the United States. Uh, and not every Hulu sto- uh, show makes its way to something other than Foxtel. So uh, fingers crossed this ends up on Stan or something. That would be great because I really want to watch it. It looks great. I've never like read or watched or done anything to do with the Hellstrom series of comics before. So this is completely new territory for me. And the fact that it's uh, kind of slightly horror related uh in that kind of genre is is uh something that i'm very intrigued and uh my interest is very piqued on this um so yeah for those who don't know hellstrom um the story follows siblings and supposed serial killer offspring damon hellstrom and anna hellstrom uh in the comic she's called satana Uh, but they've changed her name for the series. Um, Plagued by their family background, the Hellstroms will pursue the world's vilest of the vile. Damon is a professor of ethics who moonlights as an exorcist. He has no illusions about saving a world he has no patience for. He just hopes he can help a few of the people closest to him. Anna runs a successful auction house and suffers no fools, but her true interest lies in hunting down those who hurt others. Um... Yeah, it looks awesome. It looks creepy as hell. I'm very excited. Uh, Yeah, I can't wait. I don't don't really have too much to say because it was a teaser and didn't really reveal too much. Um, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on board. Fulia, I'm guessing you're probably not on board, but tell us anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really interest me much. Moving on. (laughs) Jeez. about it what do you want from me michael is judging you <laughs> i know i can hear it so, some you know some little maybe a little critique <laughs> the cinematography look, look, the... look mike we, we can't blame fulia for being dismissive of this it is a marvel title so oh, stop. I, I understand i didn't even know that I, I, under- I did not even know that. I understand why you were bored to tears and disengaged with this trailer, uh, Fulia. Uh, she, did, like, she didn't. She didn't say it. that. She didn't yeah. say that. Yeah, it's, it's what she said. It was read between no. the lines, Kendall. Oh, you, you, oh, you know, okay. You're good at doing that. You're you're inc- you're really smart and well read. You you know how to read between the lines. Come on now, step up. <laughs> um, you can do this. <laughs> Anyway, so I, I dare I ask Wayne, <laughs> uh, what did you think of this trailer? Uh, look, to be honest, uh, it didn't actually do much for me either. I do like the uh, the way it is shot and the atmosphere of it. Um, as you've said, I think you've said it really well, Kendall, that it is creepy. <laughs> which look, um, you know, my my horror genre nerd senses got tingling and got very excited <laughs> so i was like oh okay what is this uh it didn't really tell me anything though like uh, your summary of what the story is and who these characters are told me more uh, look which yep. is fair because it is a teaser right um so it's not supposed to really go into those details in saying that whilst it uh aroused some curiosity i don't think it was successful enough as a teaser for me because it didn't 
particularly make me want to go, ooh, I want to know more, if that makes sense. So whilst there were the, some of the visuals and some of the things that were happening, um, you know, got me like, oh, okay, this, this was kind of, you know, this is a bit of a curiosity, what's going on here. Um, the overall result didn't particularly make me want to pursue this title further. So I'll be interested to see uh, a follow-up trailer that does... Um, delve into into the story and the overall synopsis uh, more or maybe depicts where the story is going because I think that'll be really more more of a telling whether it's a show that I'll be interested in uh, but as what's been presented yeah it didn't get me over excited um, despite looking good and looking uh, quite suitable for the genre that it is um, Mike what did you think of it um yeah, I I couldn't really get no heads or tails of it, so I delved a little bit deeper, and yeah, I found out it was it was a Marvel thing, um, like a Marvel uh, comic adaptation. And I thought, oh, okay, so they're they're doing this. It's, um, yeah, it didn't really twig me that much. I mean, uh, I'm I'm sort of impressed that they're not going down the sort of Oh, it's a superhero thing trope, so uh, they definitely hid that well. Um, and I think I discovered something that may have spoiled the ending for me. Oh, so I'll probably uh, so I probably won't mention it here. Please don't. <laughs> no, no <way>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always careful. Um, Thank you. That's all right. Uh, I'll, I'll leave that to your interpretation if it's good or not. Hmm. What else can I say about this? I don't know. Um, Hulu. I th- I think maybe that that new um, streaming service that uh, Binge might be having it. I don't know because apparently you can watch. Um, I think there's a couple of Hulu shows on Binge. Because hmm. I know Castle Rock's on there. That's what sort of twigged me. It's like, oh, so just in case the third one cut. Oh, binge. Yeah. Do I ha- do I so, have a way to watch Castle Rock now? What is this binge? You have me interested. <laughs> um. Well, I'm not paid by them, but um, <laughs> it, that, that's what that's what it basically is. Because uh, I saw saw this and they've definitely hit it pretty well. If you haven't heard about it, it's 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 like I don't know. It it definitely has like a. A handful of HBO shows as well. I mean, it's got Chernobyl on it. Yeah, and it's got and it's got a couple of uh, what else? Yeah, it's um, it's essentially it's Foxtel's streaming service, but it doesn't mm. but it doesn't have all of the Foxtel titles. Like I actually have Binge um, myself, but I was so I'm just actually looking. Um, so did you say like what's what was the show Castle Rock? Yeah, Castle Rock. Yeah. Yeah. So, like that, for example, um, isn't on binge, even though it might be. Oh, yes, it is. Hang on. Stop now. Yeah, it's got. It's yeah. Yeah, it's got the first two seasons of it. Okay. Yeah, there's only two, so. Yeah, because I know, like, because that's where I ended up finishing Game of Thrones on, um, but some Foxtel actual titles aren't on there. If that makes sense. So it's I don't know how they sort of work out what to put on and what they don't. Yeah. yeah, well, they got Westworld and yeah, I've started watching Legends that. Legends of Tomato, uh, Leg- <laughs> Legends of Tomato, <laughs> uh, of Tomato. Yeah, of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, it's got Watchmen on it as well. Mm. Sweet. Oh, Avenue Five. Sweet. 
Sorry. Um, That's okay. Are you sure you're not paid by them? (laughs) (laughs) Shall I tell people when they can start watching Hellstrom? Yes, please do. Excellent. On Hulu. On Hulu. (laughs) Um, Yes, on Hulu in the United States, uh, Hellstrom will be uh, completely available the whole first season on the 16th of October. And a really cool, really cool thing about, or interesting thing about Hellstrom is the fact that it's actually the last Marvel TV series that went into production while Marvel TV was still a thing, Um, because obviously now all of the previous Marvel TV shows have ended because there's only the Disney Plus ones now because the TV branch of Marvel Studios has uh, merged with Marvel Studios as a whole, so... Which is why now they're, yeah. they're doing the whole, you know, connecting the shows with the films and stuff. But this was the last one of that, origi- ah. of that original uh, mm. department. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was Cloak and Dagger, but obviously it's not. No, well, this is, yeah, this is the last one. Oh, there you there go. There you go. Uh, and then you learn one thing. <laughs> yes. I learnt one thing today. Yay. And that's that. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could educate you, Mike. But unfortunately, something old comes out. <laughs> now I don't know math. <laughs> What's the next trailer? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I take it back. No, no, no. Can't take it back. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Oh, sorry. Sorry, we were talking about Hellstrom. <laughs> we've, we've done talked about Hellstrom. So our next trailer is uh, for a film called Honest Thief. Okay, so... Uh, I have one word for the makers of the Honest Thief trailer. Why? Which then extends... Why? Which then, yes, why? Which then extends to an, a sentence that goes, why did you put the entire movie in the trailer? Literally everything. I don't need to watch this movie now. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I'm so frustrated by this trailer. My God. <laughs> so frustrated. I mean, it looks like it's an entertaining film. Like, it doesn't look like it's going to break the mold. It's it's Liam Neeson playing the same character that he's played in the last fucking 10, 15 films of his career, which is fine because it's what he's good at. And we all love Liam Neeson. Well, mostly. Liam Neeson when he's on screen anyway um and yeah like it just it looks like it's good popcorn entertainment you can just you know turn it on and chill and get away from reality for a couple hours and watch some mind-numbing fun I guess um and it's got a really good cast you know uh I really like the cast on this especially because Anthony Ramos from Hamilton is in this and I really like him um and Jai Courtney, our boy from Australia, Jai Courtney, uh, is also in this. Um, but I think you're missing someone. Uh, what? What do you? What do you mean? I'm missing someone. You're missing someone. I'm. You notice how I haven't finished listing the cast yet? Oh, somebody got told. Yeah, you're, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're, someone got Mikey, told. really confusing me. Okay. So anyway. Uh, Kate Walsh is playing Liam Neeson's girlfriend. Uh, who else is there? Robert Patrick, uh, the legendary Robert Patrick, uh, gets killed in this trailer, and we I, that pissed me off because I'm like, mm. well, why did you put that in the trailer? Like, 
there's literally no reason you don't need to put that in the trailer you don't need to put in the fact that there's the twist that the two cops that have been sent to you know check out his story bring him in will will turn and become evil or you know like for lack of a better word and you know try and kill him so they can get all their his money that he's stolen over these years like and then just the the idea that he would even be able to turn himself in like this just to be like oh yeah I've got a girlfriend now and I you know I want to have a good relationship with her and you know just I don't I don't want her to know about my past so I'm just gonna get rid of it now and go to prison for a little bit instead of a long time you know I the whole thing's ridiculous I'm (laughs) it's ridiculous I yeah I have nothing else to say uh Fulia what did you think um, I agree. There was a lot going on in this uh, trailer. Um, it does reveal a lot of stuff that could have been left out. Um, but in all honesty, I actually didn't mind this trailer. Um, I'd probably go see it. It's some good action fun. Um, and actually, I've never really seen a, a proper Liam Neeson film. I've never actually seen him. <laughs> I've got recommendations for <laughs> so, saying. Um, I might actually... I might I might enjoy this one. Um, but yeah, like you said, Kendall, it, it just, it reveals a bit too much. Um, I suppose in the sense where they do reveal the, the whole, you know, the, the agents turning, turning bad, that might've been good to leave in, but maybe not to the extent that they've done. Um, and I don't know, like maybe, Maybe we'll find out that, you know, like the full extent of his reason for wanting to turn himself in and be good. Uh, so, I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens. But doesn't doesn't look like a bad film. I'll probably go see it. How about you, Wayne? Well, I agree uh, with you that this trailer is pretty shocking because it, it shows way too much. It does summarize the entire film. Having said that, I'm going to ignore that this is supposed to be a trailer critique and just emphasize how badass this movie looks. I think it looks so much fun. <laughs> I think it's absolutely beer and pizza, hot tub of popcorn, kick your feet up, leave your brain at the door and just go with it. This looks like so much fun. It looks like it's a spin-off to Taken. <laughs> because as you said, Kendall, you know, he's just playing the same character. I don't care. Um, I I think I'm just going to have so much fun with this. I'll, look, I'll wait for it to come out on DVD or a streaming service. I'll, I won't see it in, on the big screen. By that time, I'll probably forget a lot of the plot twists that are revealed in the trailer. Um, this is my favourite trailer of the week by far. It's just because the movie looks like... Uh, like it's engaging and it's a lot of fun. Look, this is the type of these are the type of action movies I grew up with and have always loved. Um, so I am absolutely all for honest thief. <laughs> it looks it looks it looks really good to be honest. Um, I think you just if you just want some fun light uh, entertainment where a lot of things get um, broken, destroyed, and people are jumping off buildings and having high-speed chases, all that glorious escapism stuff, I think uh, this movie is going to provide it. So, yes, I'm keen. I'm very keen. Uh, what did you think of it, Mike? Uh, probably in the same boat as you, Wayne. Um, uh, or with the trailer being what it is, I think... it. You're sort of watching it because it's a Liam Neeson action action 
piece. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've seen the sort of thing before, and it's. I'm hoping it's not gonna, not gonna disappoint. Basically, you go in there, you you go into this film expecting what you expect. Uh, there's, <laughs> yeah, as you say, it feels a bit like Taken, and there's nothing wrong with that because <laughs> ta- Taken is awesome. I love those and films. And <laughs> I yeah, probably the third one's a bit meh, but still, it's it's Liam Neeson kicking ass and. We're not going to have many of these movies left because, I mean, the fucker is like, <laughs> I, he's he's sixty eight. The guy is sixty eight. He's almost he's almost seventy, and he's almost, you know, he's oh god, he's isn't he roughly the same same age as like Bruce Willis and that, and he's still going, he's still rocking. I want to see why why didn't they have the Expendables? have Liam Neeson as well oh. that would be awesome ooh if they make another one they might why not yeah 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 and get and get the real Hemsworth not the not the um, <laughs> not not the retail not the retail Hemsworth hey I will take any Hemsworth <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> did you just say retail Hemsworth <laughs> yeah that made me laugh that yeah well I hope so <laughs> <laughs> That's because it was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. That that was like that was like a comment just saying "lol." (laughs) Look, in my defence, I realise as I was saying the sentence, I backed myself into a corner. So I'll just go fuck myself. (laughs) My TikTok. No, no, don't don't go fuck yourself. You're, you're you. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just sounded. It just sounded amusing. So good. It was. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. It made you laugh. So. It. It made. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but I expressed myself by laughing, and and yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Liam Neeson and the oxymoron. Because it's honest thief. Mm. I get it. Um, yeah, so um, I'm definitely, I'll definitely go and watch, watch this. Kendall. Well, did it make you? Did it make you laugh? <laughs> well. Um... <laughs> If you want to go see Honest Thief, you can uh, in the United States on the 9th of October. But there's no Australian mm. release date yet, so we will see what happens. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was also going to mention that the uh, the death of Robert Patrick sort of annoyed me too. Mm. They're Brian Cranston, the bastard. Yes. And they put it in the damn trailer. Not cool. Yeah. Oh, well. Not cool. Oh, well. That's that's a movie that I want to see. Liam Neeson versus the T eight hundred. Oh, hello. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why they showed him dying in the trailer because he'll come back to life, and that'll be the twist of the movie. He's actually the he's actually the T one thousand. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, wa- I'd oh watch. Oh my god. That. This, this is in the Terminator universe. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our third and final. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. It, it's a. It, it'll probably be in the universe of um, action hero. The la- 
Is that the last action hero? He does a cameo in that? Yeah, uh, I'd say so, because uh, it's a Schwarzenegger film. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be a prequel to that. Oh, sorry, a sequel to that. You know what It's I mean. all connected. Sorry. Yeah. It's all connected. In the great circle of life. Yes. <laughs> okay, our last trailer for this week's Trailer Park uh, is a film by the name of Kajillionaire. And I am super curious uh, about this movie. This was really, really interesting, kind of weird, um, strange, kind of, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm all for, you know, different, different kind of, kinds of films and original stories and stuff, so I'm kind of curious to see what this film would be like. I'm in love with the cast. Uh, I mean, Evan Rachel Wood is uh, definitely a favorite actress of mine. She's incredibly, incredibly talented. Um, she's playing the lead, and there's also Gina Rodriguez, Deborah Winger, and uh, the awesome man that is Richard Jenkins. Um, so the cast alone has me in on this. Uh, but I'm yeah, I'm just really I don't know. I think it's just the story has just got me super curious, and then just the. The, the way Evan Rachel Wood has kind of, her character is, the mannerisms of her and the, the personality of her and the way she's changed her voice, because that's not how she usually sounds. She's, she's given this character a lower register to speak in, and it's very interesting. Um, yeah, and like, she's, <laughs> I don't know how old this character's supposed to be, or if she's pretending to be a high school student, but like, you know, she was wearing a school uniform at one point, and I was like, Evan Rachel Wood is... Like my age, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she's she does have a very youthful face. Um, so if that's what they're doing, then hey, she could pass for an eighteen-year-old. It's Hollywood; they do it all the time. Um, yeah, but no, I'm. I don't know. I think it, this could be a very interesting kind of a commentary on maybe nature versus nurture kind of stuff because you know it seems like. Her parents have gotten her in this lifestyle that they've been living in of just, you know, ripping people off, um, executing heists and stealing things and benefiting off, you know, the misery of others, that kind of stuff. But they don't really seem to be bad people. They just seem to be like, that's just what they do and how they make their living. But, you know, sh- and then at, that's at the cost of uh, a close relationship, like a a human loving relationship with her, her and her parents. So, which she seems to crave. So I, I'm, yeah. And they've introduced this outsider, which is Gina Rodriguez's character. And so that's going to throw a, spar- a spanner in the works in terms of, you know, like the, I think that's been done in a lot of films before where they, you know, there's this character that comes in and upsets the status quo and makes certain people, uh, you know, changes their perspective on the life that they've been living and makes them realize that they've, you know, there's other ways to live, better ways to live. And, um, it's about time they start doing it. So I'm very curious. I'm just going to yeah say that. And it looks beautiful too. Like I like the, the costuming, the, the color palette of the whole thing. It looks, yeah, it's looks really nice. I'm yeah, I'm definitely going to be checking this one out Fulia, What did you think? I was, um, wasn't really that, um, keen on it. Uh, I don't know, like, I think the, the story pr- probably didn't really intrigue me much. Um, I don't know what else I can really say about it. I mean, yeah, the story just for me was a little bit boring. 
Um, yeah, I can't, I can't really think of anything else to say. Wayne? Well, it definitely looks like a character-driven piece, and it seems like like it's actually quite quirky. Like, it's got its heart on its sleeve. Like, I think you can tell it's coming from this really genuine place and a real investment and care for its characters. But it still has quite a quirky vibe. There were moments that did make me laugh. Um, like when you've got all three of them ducking for cover as they're walking down the street. I thought that, yeah. that was really cute. I like that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, like, again, like I've said it before about other ones in terms of it, it definitely arouses curiosity and, um, and intrigue. So I think as a trailer, it's actually quite successful. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's – I'm not exactly sure – what sort of story it is promising but i feel like as a viewing experience it will deliver um but yeah it it seems like it's got a lot of heart but also a very quirky sense of humor um yeah that's kind of the the vibe i'm getting i'm getting from this but yeah no i'd be interested to check to check kajillionaire out actually i think it, it looks quite good yeah yes um, it's a successful trailer. You've done well, trailer people. <laughs> you made me want yeah. to know more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm liking the vibe of this. I, again, don't know how entertaining it'll be as a film, but I like the vibe. I like the vibes that it's giving off. Uh, what did you think about it, Mike? Yeah, I'll probably need to rewatch it again. Um, it didn't really grab me. Um, I th- yeah, as you said, Kendall, it's sort of a movie that I've seen before. And I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. It, I I don't know if it's rubbed me up the wrong way because you know it's it's all to do with um, all to do with selective parenting and how how. It, what's the right way of how how to parent a child, even if the child's like in her in her thirties and she's still acting somewhat as a child but still as an adult i mean that's definitely an interesting concept to portray as a as an actor so that that would be pretty interesting to watch um yeah i'm sort of intrigued but i don't know i'll probably have to stew on it for a couple of days see if i like it or not but on the odd hand if I'm going to watch it, when am I going to watch it, Kendall? Well, if you are going to watch it, I'm not sure when you will be watching it in Australia because it doesn't have a release date locally, but in the United States, it will be out on the 18th of September. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Okay. <laughs> Bit of a weird one. Sorry. <laughs> No, that's okay. I'm just uh, a little bit of behind-the-scenes info. There's just some lovely uh, things happening on the run sheet of today's episode that I'm enjoying looking at. Um, uh. <laughs> but never mind about that. Uh, so are we going to do that? I think... <laughs> <laughs> are we going to do the question? I don't know. Well, let's let's dive into the certain area of the show that... We like to call popcorn culture. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Oh yeah. 
Woo! Okay, cool. It's popcorn culture time. Um, so for this week's popcorn culture, we are taking a closer look at uh, a few of the categories of uh, this year's Emmy nominations. So we're going to be looking at uh, a bunch of the acting categories. Um, see how many we can cram in in the next 45 minutes of this <laughs> discussion <laughs> should be fun. Um, yeah, cool. So I guess we'll just get into it. Uh, we're going to start with lead actor in a drama series. The nominees are Jason Bateman for Ozark, Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Steve Carell for The Morning Show, Brian Cox for Succession, Billy Porter for Pose, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Um, cool. So I guess I'll go first then. Um, yeah. Okay. I have to pick one. Um, I actually, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> I actually haven't seen any of these shows, which is <laughs> very funny to me, considering the amount of TV I consume. Um, mm. But I have heard very good things about all of these shows, in particular Succession and Pose. Uh, both, I think I'm definitely going to have to check out, I think. Um, but if I was focusing on just the actors themselves and had to pick one based on performance, I mean, I just love the fact that Jason Bateman has, you know, kind of started to make a name for himself as a dramatic actor with Ozark. Um, you know, this show year after year keeps getting, uh, you know, lots of uh, award recognition and critical acclaim uh, thrusted upon it, which is really cool. I haven't haven't had the chance to check it out yet, and I'm not because I'm not really sure if it's totally my bag. But it sounds um, really intense, really dark and stuff. But I just I think he's so funny, and I just love the fact that he's killing it in the dramatic areas as well um same for steve carell like i steve carell is one of the funniest men ever <laughs> like period um but yeah his character on the morning show um yeah this it sounds like it's a completely different you know version of characters he's played before and just it really he really is yeah mm. yeah. yeah so i'm Yes, and we all know he can kill it with the dramatic acting as well. So, um, but I don't know. I really love Sterling K. Brown. I think he's been out of all the you know, I mean, he's been around for a while, but like he's only recently in the last couple of years really kind of made a name for himself. Um, you know, amongst uh, Hollywood circles, and I think every time I've seen him on screen, whatever 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 kind of role it is, he's like killing it. Um, so I, I'm going to pick him just basically because I think I, I really love the intensity he brings when he acts. Um, he gives his all to his characters and really, you know, brings you in with him and you kind of feel everything that he experiences as he's going along in just such a really nice magnetic kind of way. So I'm going to vote for him, Fulia. Uh, yes. what about you? Um, well, I have only seen the first episode of The Morning Show and Steve Carell was really good in it. Yeah. Um, so like you were saying, he's he's doing really well with um, dramatic roles. 
Uh, I don't really, I haven't really seen anything from the rest of them. So I'm not too sure what else I can really say about the rest. I know that Steve Carell is a really great actor, uh, especially in comedy. But the fact that he's also doing dramatic roles um, can obviously show that he does have some versatility in terms of his acting. Um, so I, he probably like, uh, my feeling is he probably won't, but I'm going to go with Steve Carell. How about you, Wayne? (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually going with Steve Carell as well, uh, for this one. Um, out of the nominees, I'm more familiar with Steve Carell, Jason Bateman and Brian Cox. But the reason why I'm going with Steve Carell is that I like when actors who are known for one genre, sort of take the leap or really explore their craft by going into another. And by all accounts, Steve Carell does a really good job in the morning show. I mean, to be Emmy nominated should say enough. So I feel like he's made that transition quite successfully because obviously if you can do comedy, then drama should be quite easy. Well, that's how the theory goes, especially if you're directed well and you're working with a good script, which again, by all accounts, The Morning Show has all of these things. Um, so, yeah, just for that, um, I I like I like that that um, Steve Carell sort of made that transition from one genre to the other quite successfully. Jason Bateman himself was known for comedies back in the day. He started out on TV sitcoms, then disappeared for a while, and then sort of came back um, to sort of redefine himself. But for me, Steve Carell, who's sort of had a more of a continuous career and is able to hop between genres and do so successfully in both, I think is quite admirable. Uh, so my vote would be for Steve Carell. How about you, Mike? Um, yeah, sort of in the same same boat with everyone else. Um, as everyone said, Steve Carell. Uh, so, yeah, mm. so I was going to say, yeah, Fully and I were backing Steve Carell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one because, like, I know Brian Cox and he's very, very, uh, he's very good, mm-hmm. I have to say. And out of all of them that I know, I think Brian Cox is definitely a splendid uh, drama, dramatish actor. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I always hate doing this. <laughs> to tell you the truth, um, yeah, but you know what? Wild card. I, I think I, I think I go Jason Bateman. Ooh. Yeah, because I definitely enjoy uh, the movies that he's in, and and out of um, the little bits of uh, Arrested Development, he's all. He, he, you definitely have, I, I I reckon you definitely have the chops if you can if you can do comedy like deadpan comedy is not is not that dissimilar to uh, dramatic roles. Yeah. So so I I reckon I, I reckon I'll go J- Jason Bateman. That's one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my prediction and my predictions are always correct. Oh, absolutely <laughs> they are. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so next category is lead actress in a drama series. The nominees are Jennifer Aniston for The Morning Show, Olivia Coleman for The Crown, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Laura Linney for Ozark, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve, and Zendaya for Euphoria. This 
is the category that was the hardest for me to pick a winner <laughs> because <laughs> I have seen all of these actresses in either these roles that they're nominated for or in other works and any of them could win and I would be happy to be honest. So I will not be like, I, I will not be too disappointed if my pick doesn't actually win. Cause I'll be like, well, you know, each of them very much, very much deserves it. Um, yeah, gosh. Okay. So I have to give two, before I reveal my pick, I have to give two quick honorable mentions in this category just cause I have to, um, Olivia Coleman <laughs> as Queen Elizabeth II, like bow down, like just bow the fuck <laughs> down. She's so great. I, pff, she's amazing. Um, <laughs> she can do anything. That woman, she really can. Uh, she is incredible in that. Like she's worth. Like I mean, I love watching The Crown, but like if you, you know, if you gave up after the changing of the hands of all the different cast members don't what keep watching just for her like honestly she's that good um and my other honorable mention has to go to zendaya for euphoria oh my god she i'm so glad she got nominated she should have been nominated for a golden globe but wasn't uh this show is nuts it is such a brutal take on high school life and uh, especially in a contemporary way, like it's it's set now and it's just, it's, yeah, it's so interesting and it just makes me glad that I, you know, was in high school when I was in high school because, like, this is fucked up shit. Um, but Zendaya plays this incredibly intelligent girl who, uh, you know, goes through a lot of struggles in her, her, li- her home life uh, and she becomes dependent on uh, pain medication and other drugs and becomes an addict and nearly dies, goes to rehab, uh, comes out of rehab. And that's where the series kicks off. Um, And there's this incredible scene that uh, is probably the reason why she got nominated, where she, um, she had to, you know, her character was going through a relapse and was outside the door of a dealer's uh, and the dealer, who's actually also a friend of hers, uh, you know, was trying to support her and, not let her inside. She was begging. She's banging on the door. She's going through all the stages of grief, essentially trying to, you know, convince him to open the door. And then she's, she even goes so far as to blame him for the reason that she's like this and she's here. And, uh, and it just, it's some of the most incredible acting I've seen, especially from someone so young. Like she's, she's in her, you know, early twenties, I think. And she's just, She's a superstar in my eyes, so I would love to see her win, but I don't think she will. It's got to go to Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, and that's just not because I'm biased, because I love this woman so much, but, she, like, season three of Killing Eve was Jodie Comer's season. Like, she gave every every performance, every time she was on screen, it was just magnetic and fascinating, and, you know, she, I just everything she does with this character and um her character her character changed quite a bit this season and we learnt more about her and her past and uh and she went through some stuff and there's yeah there is one scene in particular that should clench her the emmy i think where she just she went to a place i've never seen any actor go and i was i was astounded so jodie comer gets my vote yeah 100 percent. she's just yeah she's brilliant uh, Fulia, what do you think? 
I think um, Jennifer Aniston is really good in her dramatic roles. Um, like I said, for Steve Carell, I've only seen the first episode of The Morning Show, um, and she's really good um, in The Morning Show. Um, Olivia Coleman, I think, would be would be uh, one one to beat as well because she is amazing um in the crown and i love her playing the queen right now (laughs) oh yeah um so i have a feeling that uh olivia coleman will definitely well in my opinion she should take it out (laughs) because she's she's just she's an amazing actor uh, actress and yeah uh, especially uh, as the queen like come on (laughs) how about you wayne yeah, it's difficult for me to not pick Jennifer Aniston because I'm such a huge fan of hers. I will watch any, yeah. anything she does. I think she is so talented um, and has got, again, such, you know, a relatively diverse filmography. I mean, you know, she isn't given much opportunity to be given much range, particularly since she's thrived in, in comedy. But when she is given the opportunity to explore other characters and, and other tropes, I suppose. Um, she does it really well. Uh, in saying that, I have to give my vote to Olivia Coleman as well. Um, yeah, uh, she is just absolutely unmissable. She soaks up the screen. It is hard to take your eyes off of her in The Crown. Um, it's such a wonderful team. It's a handsome production. There is so much attention to detail and a lot of care in the story it tells. But all eyes are on Olivia Coleman as Queen Elizabeth II, and my vote goes to her. How about you, Mike? Hmm. It, yeah, it definitely is difficult because Jennifer Aniston is good. Especially, uh, Olivia Coleman, good. Laura Linney, yeah, yes. Oh, I don't know. Don't make me choose. Don't make me choose. <laughs> don't make me. Serious. Don't make me. Um, oh, yeah, it's definitely... Um, yeah, you... Yeah, everyone, everyone's made good, good suggestions and... I am finding it difficult. I'm I'm very sorry that I'm trying to make it as quick and witty as I can, but I, I may have to just go Laura Linney because I've never really seen her do much words failing me. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I definitely yeah, I I definitely like Laura Linney. Uh, Linny in some of her dramatic roles. Uh, she, she's only done a handful of comedy stuff, so um, yeah, Laura Linny, lock it in, Eddie. Consider <laughs> it locked right. in. It's locked in. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And watch me and watch me win the poll. Hey. Yeah. Sorry, the pool, the pole, the pole pool, the pool pole, the Fred, the Fred pole pool pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our next category is lead actor in a comedy series. And the nominees are Anthony Anderson for Blackish, 
Don Cheadle for Black Monday, Ted Danson for The Good Place, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek, and Rami Youssef for Rami. Uh, cool. This one is another tough category. Um, I've seen almost all of these actors uh, do amazing things in other pieces of work. Um, like, I mean, hello, Michael Douglas. Um, I kind of feel like I should watch Kaminsky Method because I've never really seen Michael Douglas do too much comedy and this show has been getting a lot of really good reviews. Um, so that's definitely something on my radar. Um, and I love Don Cheadle and I love Anthony Anderson. Um, Don Cheadle was one, still one of my favorite casting additions to the MCU. Um, and yeah, and I've been hearing good things about his performance in Black Monday as well. But if I have to pick one, it has to be Ted Danson for The Good Place. has to be um, because, you know, he is just a ray of sunshine in that show. Um, <laughs> I really adore his portrayal and the fact that, you know, he's playing a demon, you know, hanging out with humans and just going through the most unique experience of anything really ever. Like it's very, it's very interesting and it's very, very funny. All the fish out of water stuff he does is quite amusing. Um, yeah, I really like, I really like Ted Dance and he's fantastic. So he gets my vote. Fulia, what'd you think? Yes, 100% agree. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Ted Danson for the win. Oh, my goodness. He is great in The Good Place. He is so entertaining. Um, Like, the fact that he can go in and out of his characters, like, so easily. He'll go from being evil, then he's going over to being, you know, really sort of, like, emotional. (laughs) And then... You know, he he's just, it's he's amazing and he's so hilarious. Uh, so I love Ted Danson, and out of the out of all the other um, actors, uh, Ted De- the Good Place is the only show I've seen. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> um, I know I'm I'm probably being really biased here, but I don't care. I like Ted Danson. So <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Wayne? Well, Fulia, I will see your bias and raise you a bias. <laughs> um, I haven't seen any of these shows. However, uh, the one show amongst these uh, these actors that is high on my priority, which I'm actually going to start watching soon, is Shit's Creek, um, hmm. based on the uh, huge acclaim that it has received and also because I absolutely love... Eugene Levy as well. Um, I've loved him since I was a kid watching his movies in the 80s onwards. And it's actually nice to see him getting recognised. And he's up against some incredibly tough competition. Don Cheadle, Anthony Anderson, Rami Youssef, Ted Danson, Michael Douglas, all phenomenally talented people. However, uh, I would love to see Eugene take home the Emmy for Shits Creek. How about you, Michael? Yeah, definitely, definitely a pool of uh, a pool of talent right here, mm. and it's definitely difficult to choose. Uh, I can go, I can go through all of them and and just praise all of them. But I'm, but I'm just going to cut out the middleman, and I'm just going to go for Don Cheadle. Um, <laughs> he he is 
he is absolutely fantastic. Not just for not just for the MCU. Sorry, Kendall, but there's more stuff. You know that he's been. I know. He's done. I really? didn't say. I, I, I didn't really? say. Hang on, hang on. Hold up, hold up. Why wasn't this uh, leading the nerdy news bulletin? There's more to movies and film than the MCU. We would never have noticed <laughs> this. <laughs> Kendall, did you know? <sighs> Sorry, Mike. I interrupted you. Go on. <laughs> That's all right. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned anything. <laughs> but I do find it I do find it funny that you that there's two people in the MCU right here and you and you picked uh, someone who who is not in. But, you know. <laughs> I'll just I'll just leave it there. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh so Don Cheadle, awesome awesome comedic actor. Uh did, has done has done a lot uh, has done a lot for the uh, for comedy. Um, I, I, you know, he's quintessentially the person to play Captain Planet. I mean, yeah. awesome, so awesome. Yeah. If you if you if you haven't seen Don Cheadle do Captain Planet, you, you, you're missing out. Definitely. Do yourself a favor, you know, Molly. Do yourself a favor and go go on the internet and find find those find those videos because they're hilarious so i'm definitely locking in uh, don cheadle for that please nice nice all right so well, what, what about you Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> nice um okay our next category is lead actress in a comedy series we have christina applegate for dead to me rachel bresnahan for the marvelous mrs mazel linda cardellini for dead to me Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek, Issa Rae for Insecure, and Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. Um, yes, very, very talented collection of women featured right here. Um, I, it was very hard to pick because I like pretty much all of them. Um, all of them are supremely talented and like Especially, you know, icons like Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. Like, I love those women and I really need to watch Dead to Me because it looks awesome. Um, and I really like Rachel Brosnahan as well. I've got Amazon Prime. I really should start watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because it looks awesome as well. But I'm going to give my vote to Catherine O'Hara simply because her character in Shit's Creek looks extra AF and I'm all about that. <laughs> I haven't seen the show at all, but she just has this impeccable fashion sense from all the photos I've seen uh, and like all the gifts I've seen on the internet, whether it's on Tumblr or Facebook. She just she seems to be such an iconic woman um, on that show. So and and it's Catherine O'Hara. Like, hello. She's she is a queen in real life, if you ask me. So she gets my Mm -hmm. vote. Fulia, what do you think? I have not seen any of these, so this is going to be a tough one for me. <laughs> um, so you'll be up shit's creek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had to put it in. Had to put it in. Um, I've seen Christina Applegate in a few things. She's she's actually pretty cool, um, and she she can she can be pretty funny as well. So we'll say Christina Applegate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nice. <laughs> Wayne? <laughs> um, yeah. Once again, as, as you've said, Kendall, uh, a wonderful collection of talent in the lead actress category for comedy. Um, there, I was so happy to also see Catherine O'Hara nominated. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, she's such a wonderful screen presence, but I do have to go for a sentimental favorite here. And that's Christina Applegate, somebody who, uh, has been on screen for so long. Um, I think it's nice that she's finally getting some recognition, especially since she started her career playing, um, one of the most lovable and famous TV bimbos of Kelly Bundy and Married with Children. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, yes. And she was so and good w- in that. With that reaction too. Every time she comes yeah. up, she, she, she comes up, Whoa! Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you've got a uh, an incredibly likable, intelligent and gifted performer. Uh, and I think Christina Applegate should get those applause uh, one more time collecting the statuette. <laughs> Michael, your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, same as the actors, the actresses, there's there's plenty of talent right here. I mean, so hard to choose. Uh, Chris, Christina Applegate, obviously, Kelly Bundy. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's Always good. Um, uh, uh, Linda, I'm going to butcher this name. Cadalini? Yes. Yay! Good job. I can speak Italian. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, she's awesome. Not just from the MCU, but, you know, the quintessential live action uh, Velma. Yes. Which is good. Yeah. Where where I got introduced to her and she and she's awesome, um, uh, but yeah, but I can't really go past um, <laughs> uh, uh, Miss McAllister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the <laughs> uh, I have, yeah, I definitely de- definitely uh, key in uh, Christina O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara. Christina. What? <laughs> Christina O'Hara. <laughs> there we go. Split the vote. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, good pick. Awesome. Okay. Our next Shall I shall I, shall I, sorry, should I do shall I do her catchphrase? Gabby <laughs> 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 Nice. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you know Macaulay Culkin is turning forty? <laughs> yes, we yeah, Fully and mm-hmm. I definitely did. <laughs> yep, I can tell you now. No one knows it more than I. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Why is it? Why is that? Uh, no particular reason. Because Ta- <laughs> <laughs> Ma- tell us, Father. What is? What does that mean? <laughs> It means that Macaulay is only a few months older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There it is. There it is indeed. Nice. There it is indeed. Yes. But that's exciting, though. Uh, yeah. Mm. Hey, lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, welcome to the club. Um, yeah. <laughs> the birthday lockdown crew. Okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, we have our lead actor in a limited series category. Uh, this is limited series or movie, I should say as well. 
we're looking at the nominees. Jeremy Irons for Watchmen. Hugh Jackman for Bad Education. Paul Mescal for Normal People. Jeremy Pope for Hollywood. And Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True. Oh my god. This is another tough category for me. I love all of these men. And all of them are so talented. And I've seen most of this stuff as well. Um, but for me, it came down to two two actors, if I had to pick. Uh, although I did really enjoy Jeremy Irons and Watchmen. He was very good in that. Um, Jeremy Pope in Hollywood was my favorite thing about Hollywood. And I would re-watch Hollywood specifically just for his performance. I, th- I thought he was so good, so captivating, like just as this, you know, up and coming uh, black screenwriter in, you know, 30s and 40s Hollywood, like it's just something that didn't happen. And it's just really nice to see how earnest he is, how honest he is, how just friendly and kind and open and endearing he is. Like, yeah, I just, I really, really loved his performance. But if I had to pick a winner... It has to be Paul Meskel for Normal People. Um, highly recommend Normal People. It's on Stan. If you have Stan, you can watch it that way. Um, yeah, one of my friends recommended it to me. I was never planning on watching it. Um, but then he was like, no, Kendall, you need to see this. I'm like, okay, I will. Uh, but fair warning, it does tackle some intense kind of issues and... Uh, in life and romance and stuff and but it's worth it for the performances of its cast especially the two leads and it's a shame that um the the female lead daisy edgar jones didn't get recognized with the nomination because she was just as good as paul uh but paul's performance was just like he just broke down the borders of uh you know of masculinity really redefining that and just really like he was not afraid to show emotions, to, to express feelings and to go to certain places that just really, you know, made you connect with him. Um, he was just amazing. Amazing. I, yeah, I really loved him. So I really, really hope he wins, especially because, you know, he's a relatively, uh, you know, newcomer to the scene and I've, this is the first thing I've seen him in. So I, I think it would be awesome if he got honoured with this award for you. Oh, there's only two names here that I really recognize, and that is Hugh Jackman and Mark Ruffalo. Um, I, I know, so Hugh Jackman is an amazing actor, whether it be dramatic, comedic, he is great, and he's an Aussie icon, so <laughs> he is awesome. I'm really interested in actually seeing Bad Education, so I would love to see him in that it, the trailer looked really good um and mark ruffalo again another great actor um and the, uh, i know this much is true is sounds really interesting um and i might want i might see it it's on hbo so i probably won't be able to get it um but yeah, I'm going to say Hugh Jackman for this one. Wayne? 
once again, a fine collection of talent. Um, Kendall, thank you for the recommendation of Normal People because that's been on my radar. So oh. uh, I'm sensing I should bump that up on my list as well. Absolutely. You, yeah, you would love it, Wayne. All right, beautiful. Okay, I'm going to make a point of that. Um, and I'll see how Yay. great Paul Mescal is. <laughs> but I'm sure he's wonderful um, because, hey, he's being nominated and Kendall says so. And um, <laughs> I follow Kendall's recommend- recommendations very closely. Uh, yeah, a, a, a great collection of talent. So I am going to just um, do the biggest cop-out in the world because when in doubt, back the Aussie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Hollywood's Mr. Nice Guy, um, who's always been a beautiful presence uh, on screen and and looks like he's just a beautiful spirit. Uh, so Hugh Jackman for me. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely a huge bucket of talent. Ah, it's so difficult because... Uh, out of all the shows, I've actually seen Watchmen, mm. and I don't think it's it's great that Jeremy Irons is is in it because he's a, a well known a well known actor and and everything that he's done is awesome. But I don't think he I I, I reckon yeah the the sort of character that he plays in that is a little bit larger than life, and he definitely is. Uh, if you if you if you watch it, he's definitely like chewing up the scenery. Oh, so yeah, he, he's de- he's definitely having fun. Yes, and for I, sure. I applaud him for that. But I yeah, I, but I can't really pick him because I can't really pick him because I yeah, as you say, I'm a I'm a proud Aussie and I need to go for the Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I can't because I haven't seen Bad Education and. And he is Wolverine, you know, MCU, but also Mark Ruffalo's in the MCU. MCU, then. he's got MCU. You know, I, I might, you know, I'll cut out the middleman. Uh, I, I think I'll just do Mark Ruffalo, I reckon. <laughs> After <Nice>. all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe Hugh Jackman. Well, I don't know if this helps you, Mike, but in I Know This Much Is True, uh, Ruffalo's playing identical twins that are completely different from each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've heard about that. Mm. Okay, so, so who are you backing, Mike? Who are you backing? Uh, <laughs> pick. Uh, the Hulk or Wolverine? Who are you backing? <laughs> <laughs> who would win? Hmm. But 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 then again, Jeremy Irons' character Mandelis is he he, does, he he is like the bad guy that wins. So <laughs> you know, what? yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Let's change it up yeah. a bit. And he and he's an and he's an awesome actor. Yeah, he is incredible. He is. I love yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. yeah, he is. All right, so for our final category uh, in popcorn culture for the 2020 Emmys is lead actress in a limited series or movie. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Mrs. America, Shira Haas for Unorthodox, Regina King for Watchmen, Octavia Spencer for Self Made, and Kerry Washington for Little Fires Everywhere. Okay, uh, 
just I gotta just finish this up by just saying like every single category has just been an incredible group of mm. of people like it's it's insane like there's no outliers like any of these any in any category any actor could take it honestly it's anyone's game it's a very very good and tough competition this year and I really like that um but if I'm picking um I mean again I could pick any of these actresses uh, but I am going to go for the one thing that I've seen out of this category uh, so far, and that's Regina King for Watchmen, and not just be mm. and not just because I've seen Watchmen, but also because uh, she is a powerhouse of talent. Um, you know, recently won an Oscar, and the first thing she decides to do after her Oscar win is this superhero limited series. Um, which is just such a cool choice. And for those who've seen Watchmen will understand how just important of a choice it is for her and her career and just how gr- yes. how groundbreaking the series is in general. It's it's so awesome. Um, and she- as a fa- uh, sorry, as a fellow Watchman of what uh, a fellow Watchman of Watchmen, I can <laughs> definitely concur. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, it's just amazing, and she, yeah, she gives such a breathtaking performance in it, uh, displaying a vast array of emotions, and, uh, just, I don't know, her character's been through some heavy stuff, um, in this show, and I, and, and on top of that, not only is she kicking ass acting, she's kicking ass as a superhero, basically, in this show, um, you know, she's playing, she's, she's, she's a cop who's pretending to be a superhero basically, uh, in, in this show. And it's cause you, you know, the, the, there's a whole thing with Watchmen and, um, masked individuals and all of this. And it's, I won't go into it obviously, but, um, yeah, it's just very impressive that she's able to kind of not only, you know, just nail it acting wise, but also stunt wise. And I mean, I don't know if she did all of her stunts, but I imagine she would have done a good portion of them. And yeah, she's, she's very convincing, um, super talented. And I, I really like her. So I really hope Regina King gets it for Watchmen. Fulia, what do you think? Oh man, you're right. These a group of talented ladies, um, Kate Blanchett, like Aussie icon again, uh, love that lady. She is an amazing actor. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Octavia Spencer is also a wonderful, wonderful actor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she does comedy so well, um, and she can do drama just as just as well. And I think she does drama a lot better. Um, and I am really looking forward to seeing Self Made because um, the trailer looked really, really good. Uh, and I think maybe she will, she might walk away with this one. I think Octavia Spencer for, um, limited series. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wayne. Yeah. Once again, hard. Um, and I'm now looking at all of these different categories with all of the, the talent. I'm so glad it's not actually up to me to pick a winner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so glad. Um, I also love Octavia Spencer. I think she is absolutely incredible. I've not seen 
any of these titles. So I'm really just going on the performers themselves and what I have seen them mm. in. Um, I've seen Regina King. I've seen Octavia Spencer. And, of course, I've seen Kate Blanchett. I'm not as familiar with Kerry Washington, but I feel like I've seen her in things before. Um, and Shira Huss. Um, I d- don't think I've actually seen her in anything. Um this one's really hard for me because, again, I'd sort of be um, tossing it between Kate Blanchett and Octavia Spencer. Um, but in saying that, again, I like the idea of, of performers who, um, you know, can do multiple genres quite successfully. So I would be swaying my vote towards Octavia Spencer for this category. Michael? Yeah, Definitely. Um, a hard choice. Um, sort of the same. Sort of the same sort of conundrum. Yeah. Do I back the Aussie or not? But the but unfortunately, uh, I've seen Watchmen too, <laughs> and as I as I sort of alluded to, I she um uh sorry words uh, uh Regina King is definitely definitely up there. She 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 definitely is the sort of uh, backbone of that uh, series. Yeah, considering. Uh, considering we're, we're sort of looking through her eyes on this bizarre, bizarre world. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'm, yeah, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a patriotic Aussie this time, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm going to have to go Regina. It's, nice. It's, it's too, di- it's not, it, yeah, it's too difficult. I can't, I can't be patriotic at, uh, at the moment. <laughs> uh, I wish. Don't, I think we've got a couple of um, techno, uh, um, behind the scenes sort of categories, so I'll probably pick pick them. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, that's it. And also, yes. sorry, sorry before uh, before we go, uh, because of Watchmen, you should watch Watchmen because it 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 uh, tells you a good message. Wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really it really does. And can I actually just give a shout out as well? Um, I wanted to shout out an actor named Willem from the comedy Eastsiders. And he's been nominated for Best Supporting Actor in a, digi- in a Digital Drama Series. And he is the first um, drag queen to be nominated for an acting role. Uh, oh. uh, in the Emmys. So um, good luck, Willem. I hope you take it home. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah. I hope he does too. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, cool. Well, that is our um, Emmy predictions, if you will, our picks for those categories in the upcoming Emmy, uh, Emmy Awards, which will be taking place in September. Um, they have not announced if that's going to be done remotely or there'll be some kind of socially distant ceremony, but, um, we will find out uh, regardless, it's going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, which is pretty awesome. So yeah. Um, stay tuned for our, to, well, to see basically if we were right or if we were wrong, um, come awards, yeah. awards time. So that's going to be fun. Cool. Um, what's up with Fred guys? I, I have nothing at the moment. Um, anything? Oh, yes. Actually, I have one thing. I have one really awesome thing. The monthly. Yes. The monthly. <laughs> yes. The monthly is a thing. Sorry, COVID's just, like, interrupted all my 
all my um, <laughs> Fred-related things. All your thoughts? All my, all my <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, all my thoughts and Fred-related things at the moment. So, um, yes, yes, the monthly. Uh, there is a brand new episode up. Uh, it was our third anniversary of Yay! the show, which is <laughs> very exciting. So we we talked about um, celebrities celebrating certain anniversaries um, of, you know, they're turning this age or that age or that age milestone. So that was a lot of fun. Big, big epic discussion. Um, was And very diverse, you know, the different people we talked about and, you know, who we liked and don't like and all that stuff. Yeah, go check it out. It's up now for your listening pleasure. Yes. Yes. Um, Fulia, how, how, have you made any money on Twitch yet and can we have a loan? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't made enough for you to have a loan. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Fulia, I actually asked for my money. Yeah. Which you did. Yeah. You got it back in the subscription way. <laughs> so uh, yesterday when I had, uh, Saturday when I had my stream, um, I had a wonderful bunch of people come on board and subscribed. Um, one particular, uh, one particular, uh, we'll say Twitch streamer because he is one. Uh, decided, and I've been talking to him for quite some time, and he is wonderful. I've watched his streams, and he's got such a lovely personality, and he's very generous. Uh, he didn't realize on Thursday it was my birthday, uh, and so he felt so bad for missing out <laughs> and not being able to wish me happy birthday that he decided to gift 10 subscriptions to 10 Twitch users just to say happy birthday uh, so that he didn't feel as bad. (laughs) (laughs) Which was really, really sweet of him. I really appreciate it. Um, And he also helped me open up uh, an emote slot so that I could add in um, two more emotes. So like the custom emojis, essentially, uh, for my channel. So now I have three emotes available (laughs) for people to use in the chat. Thanks to him. Um, and I'm going to shout out his Twitch uh, channel. His name is Frankenstein Gaming. Love it. Go check him out. He is amazing. Um, <laughs> and he's really good with uh, keeping up with um, the chat. So he does actually talk to you and all that sort of stuff. And he likes getting feedback as well. So it's really worth checking him out. And he plays all sorts of different games. Um other than that, uh, I'm still doing my usual three days a week. So Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Saturday. Um, and yeah, and YouTube content going up as well. Um, this coming weekend, this Saturday, will be the final episode of the Portal 2 run, Ooh. which means I'll finally be escaping in that episode. <laughs> before, before that, though, I have... Uh, I have a boss battle with Wheatley, so um, make sure to check that out. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and yeah, I'm going to have to start thinking of the next series for my YouTube, um, for my YouTube uploads. Friday the 13th. So, and can I, we give I think suggestions? I've, can we give suggestions? I've, can no, give no, no, no. I've already... Can we, gi- can we give suggestions? Friday the 13th. I've already got something, I've already got something lined up. Friday the 13th. I've got I plenty, suggestions. I've got a backlog. If you want suggestions. I've got a backlog. I think we got suggestions. Friday the 13th. I've got a backlog. <laughs> Uh, you want to see me? Ooh, that's you, an you want to see me play a scary, a scary game? I've already got one lined up. It's called Murdered Soul Suspect. That's going to be the next one. Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> no. Fulia. Part. I will dish. never play it, any of those horror games. It comes in a board game now, officially I released. I don't care. My birthday is in you December. Can play it. My birthday you is in December. You go ahead and play December. it, Wayne. It's fine. I will be happy to have you play the game and then give the feedback, but I am not playing it. <laughs> Thank you. I look forward to unwrapping it in December. <laughs> not a subtle hint at all. Uh- <laughs> Lame. Unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably about it with, with me. How about yourself, Wayne? <laughs> Well, um, look, uh, it, it's quite down down my side of things as well. Um, Philip and I reviewed the Horrible Histories movie called Rotten Romans. That review is up now uh, from Fred Watch. Uh, quite entertaining. Also, go back and listen to some of our older episodes as well if you need some recommendations uh, on what to watch while you're in lockdown. Uh, most of the stuff that we review, or at least the ones that I pick, are available on a streaming service somewhere. <laughs> They're not that obscure. Um, or if you've seen those movies, listen to our reviews and see if you agree with us. We've had to pause Fred Watch for now because we can't be in the same studio. But my thinking cap is on to have a few Fred Watch specials um, come your way in the meantime. Uh, but that's it from me at the moment. How about you, Mike? Yeah, I'm, I haven't really been doing much. Um, uh, th- think of doing a bit more doodling if you uh, drawing some stuff. Maybe do maybe update a couple of things on Fred's side with a bit of uh, illustrations and that. So yeah, keep me posted because I I recently got myself some uh, uh, Photoshop. Oh, cool. That's so yeah, that's definitely going to help me like fi- uh, figure all my doodlings out instead of just uh, drawing it on a piece of paper, scanning it in, and then using Microsoft Paint to paint over it. So I, I'm trying to upnotch my quality so it doesn't look like it's a uh, doesn't look like um, doesn't look like if uh, Jason Voorhees uh, got at it, you know, <laughs> ri- you know, just rip rip the head off and. And just poured the poured all the insides onto a uh, onto a canvas that says, "Hey, look, this is art." And it's like, oh, okay, this is good. Well, art. Jason um, was very creative. You know, he fashioned the creative kills that uh, other yeah, other yeah. slasher um, anti heroes, I suppose, would follow suit. Um, you'd you'd have to agree yeah. with that, wouldn't you, Fulia? Yeah, it would be interesting as a um, you know as a collectible mm. chaos like. The, the top, top 10 kills. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can help you with your research. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. 
But unfortunately, because we don't have any editing software, we can't help uh, Fulia with the editing. So I'm sorry, Fulia, but you're going to have to do it by yourself. I don't think Fulia would mind. I think she'd be a bit disgruntled that it's not the Halloween franchise, but the Jason ones are better. Oh, we can do that next Yeah, Oh, you can do one for all. And you have to do your Freddy and your Chucky as well. Oh, and the Conjuring too. I like the Conjuring franchise. Yeah, you have to do the Conjuring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, and if you're really uh, challenging yourself, probably do probably do sores. Oh, well, they're oh awesome. yeah. That, well, look, that's even challenging for me. Um, I find yeah, I, yeah, I find yeah. the the hills have eyes a bit more uh, passable. Even the original, oh, even the original yeah, yeah, sequel, yeah. which look wasn't that great, but you know it's there. It's it's canon. Yeah, it is it what is it canon. is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you want, you can even include the graphic novel for the uh, that that came out. Um, as a sequel to the remake series, that was actually quite good. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, some good graphics there. Mm. Cool, cool, mm. cool. Look forward to seeing that cool. episode of Collectible Chaos, Kendall. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah, I know Kendall's well, up for it because it's almost coming up October. Yeah, absolutely. Once I'm, once I'm, um, once I get my new computer, I will be able to start doing some creative. Things and maybe maybe do some horror themed collectible chaos so Fulia doesn't have to bear it. Oh, don't make Fulia miss out though. She enjoys editing. Yeah. Oh, I chaos. don't mind. I really don't. No mind. need to be humble, Fulia. It's okay. You know, enjoy <laughs> yeah. your time in the spotlight. You're, you are an you are an excellent <laughs> editor, are. and we and we don't and we and we don't disgruntle you yeah. ever because you are an awesome editor. Don't think otherwise. You are what, awesome. What what and happened? Like it was it was before Michael decided to join us. It was just one person trolling me about horror. Now it's two. I don't think when you tell it like it is, it's trolling. <laughs> it is. I don't think it. I don't think yeah, it is. Two, yeah, two people is not trolling. It, it's it's creative. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All right, so I think. <laughs> Thank you. I think. Uh, but that, but that just sorry, about. In order to keep the balance, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the peace. <laughs> Let's keep the peace, Fulia. You need to what? You, you need to watch your fa- favorite horror show and fuck you, Wayne. There you go. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Yeah. I still think I got the better end of the deal, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could say much worse. If and you with want. that, <laughs> that that was a, was podcast. a podcast called Fred. It's time for the Fred plugs. We should leave. Um, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel, home decor, home, uh, bags, stationery, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Scream 5, uh, Australian artists. Uh, and and uh, Liam Neeson with our unique Freddy Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred yeah, Blog. Yes. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Stellini. I've been a Fulia Cantaramaggio. 
And I've been a sleepy Michaelissa, and you... Deus experience a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. out of sync. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks Truly for having me back. It. I'll see you in a fortnight yes. or maybe see sooner if I'm in lockdown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fingers we shall crossed. see. We shall see. All right. Remember to eat beef. Yeah. Never forget. In the meantime. And uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Absolutely. Yes. Mask yeah. on. What? Mask on. Mask on. Mask And wash on. your hands, you filthy Be animal. like Jason. Yeah. Mask on. Yes. <laughs> yep. So he's a role model Thanks to everyone. Yes. And and be like Freddy and glove Absolutely. up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be like Michael. Do both. Why not? <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. There you go. Kinda. Too many horror references. And, and... scene. scene. scene.